welcome back to Two Kims, One, one pod. pod. We are your hosts, Peter Kim. And I am Unji Kim. And but guess what? We are going to be in the East Coast, baby. <gasps> Two Kims are coming to an East Coast city near you. So if you are in Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, or Boston. Boston, you're in luck because those are our first three stops. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited for these three cities. Okay, so um, tickets are currently on sale. Yes. So Pittsburgh, go, go right now, August 2nd. Uh, Philadelphia is August 3rd. And Boston is August 5th. Fifth. And all of them are going to be at the city winery mm-hmm. in your city, in your local city winery. So go to the city winery web, web, website, citywinery.com, and get your tickets because um, we're going to be there. <laughs> I'm so excited. And we are narrowing down our um, local favorite comics in your areas. Also, by the way, listeners, if you have favorite comics that you want to see featured on your uh, on tour, if when you're coming out to see us, um, get up in the DMs. Yeah, just DM us. Let we're us very available. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're, we're the like, ones reading it. I'm constantly pulling the DM thing down and releasing it to see if there has been updates. <laughs> so, uh, DM us, email <laughs> us, um, whatever in any platform. We're on all of them. Uh, we have a couple of uh, ones ni- nailed down for Pittsburgh, which I'm so excited about. It's very exciting. Um, yeah, so go out and get those tickets. And also, if you don't live in those areas, just tell your friends. If you have, if that's your hometown, tell your enemies, tell your school teachers. We're a fun time and city winery, so you know there's going to be booze, but not like hard booze. It's you're whining and dining. It's going to be, it's going to be a vibe. Yeah, it's a soft wine. It's soft. <laughs> yeah, everything exactly. about it is soft. Everything about it is luxe. It's. Good chairs. It's good lighting. It's gonna be, you know, you can dress up and go out. It's all the things you want in an evening. Yeah, in an evening out. Yes, with exactly. your two favorite Kims. So go get your tickets. Um. Anyway, so speaking of shows, first of all, I want to ask you about. I, I've I've been away. Mm-hmm. I'm finally back in LA, so I feel like I've been like blabbing about my experience in Vancouver and just being out. Um, but I'm realizing we haven't really caught up on what you've been doing in the last, um, you know, what month weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Last month. <laughs> and so I want to know, like, well, how 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 is everything going for you? Uh, how are your kids? How is summer? What's it looking like for a Jewish Korean mom <laughs> <laughs> in Chicago? Like, what's that life like? You know, I've forgotten. Like, you've. <sighs> Like, your experience with summer as a child is so much, like, so closely tied to the idea of freedom and uh-huh. being unburdened and unfettered by sort of your... Unbridled. Unbridled by your scholastic requirements, school, yes. you know, all the school, what is it, school books, like, no more che- teacher's dirty looks. Like, you know, it's you're free. And you get to be... <laughs> I never heard that, but yeah. it's a great rhyme. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you're done with all of that, and you do get to be free. And, uh-huh. like, as a child, summer is when you really get to watch so much television. And there's it's just like a... It's your, uh, your child. TV. Uh, it, TV you don't even need to watch. Exactly. You're watching, like, um, Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Just oh because gosh. you're like, this bitch got red glasses she's on. Got, and she's got stuff to say. Is she a journalist? I don't understand. Bitch, she, she looks smart to she me. She looks smart to me. Same thing that with Donahue. Like a brown lady. Yes. Yeah. It's, like, it's like same thing with Donahue. Yeah. Donahue. Like, this is Damn. a journalist. 
yes. what's happening what's Daytime happening tv used to be like journalists adjacent <laughs> yes. like and going into like soft political social issues like what these and then emo ricky kids lake are, came along yeah. and just changed everything <laughs> <laughs> and then it was what it was. I mean, same thing with Jerry Springer. Like, yeah. it was it represented a very specific time of freedom. But now, yeah. I'm and on the other side of it. It is like so, mm. it's such an intense time where you have to plan for and and account for all of the time your child has. Like you our have parents to didn't care. The summer, yes, for your child, yes. That's something I never even thought about. Exactly. How crazy is that? Because our, our parents never provided a summer. You have to curate these bitches summers. Exa- but our parents never did. So I don't have any... You know how no, some of you... No, they were like, uh, we're working, yeah. so go find a Bible study <laughs> or a church camp to go lost, get lost in. I mean, I went with my parents to the store. That's what I did most of summers when I was young. You I sat just, at the store. I sat at the store. I was just yeah. in the dry cleaners doing uh, Kumon pages and then you know go, going and doing something occasionally. Sometimes... I once got a scholarship reading to something. Reading a book, possibly. Exactly. Reading a book, watching the same television, but just with them. Because I was too young. And then when I was old enough, you know, you just stay at home. You do the same thing. But, like, yeah. you're not doing anything. And that's my but parents. But now you've got to provide the summers. Because, okay, so I mean, what kind I guess of summer could, are you providing for your kids? This is the problem. I, I'm still... I Get didn't, into it. I didn't, I didn't um, sign them up in time for... Girl, Actual. it's June 26th. I, 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 I did. I, you know when I didn't, you know when I say I was late, you know when I signed him up, I neglected to sign him up, April. All the shit you, was booked up already. April. By April? April. This shit is crazy. It's crazy. So it's wait, crazy. every single camp has been booked up? Well, the one that he had been to, the one that we go to, the one to, that he the wants, wants to go, go to. to, but then I which have is to, what like space camp or something like that. No, no, it's like a Jewish like a uh, camp in oh, Chicago. Oh. So it's like that it, sounds fun. It I, is fun. I, you know, when my Jewish friends used to come to school and talk about their like summer camp stories, I would get so fucking jealous. Yes, and be like, I wish I was Jewish. Fucking, we go to like fucking. Um, Revival camp And we have to Praise No God everything Everything day. about it It's like it's a lock in It's a lockdown. Like you know It's, the, it's everything. everything about like Korean um, church camp Is like so harsh Yeah And it's work it, it's, it's laborious it's, It is It's Even like, like it's In the language yeah. It's a lock in It's a lockdown. Like you are Stuck <laughs> there And locked. I mean Locked <laughs> yeah. And the only other Camp I went not to Was free. Not free Yes It's about yeah. Oh, anyway, so then the only other camp I went to was for orchestra, and I got a scholarship for that because it's expensive. And mm-hmm. after that, I'm just you know you're just roaming the streets of your town um, looking for you know a pickup string quartet to practice with. But like you know I, I <laughs> like, you know there was I, I you even, know your <laughs> basic childhood <laughs> of an American child. <laughs> What? I mean, You're I just just trolling around for chamber music. <laughs> <laughs> who's got who's got sheet music? Who's got sheet music? Um, like, I, I mean, I just even I think after what an I unrelatable turned, thing to yes. talk about. <laughs> I mean, I just think when I look back on it after I turned after I turned ten, like you were in charge uh-huh. of figuring out what you were going to do for the summer. Like I figured right. out what things to sign up for. I got the permission slips right. and I got, you know, the money together. Yeah. That's what happened. But this child Bitch, what you need, you know what you need to you need to not be because I don't think you can do it better. Mm-hmm. You just need to get a store. So you blame <laughs> your bad mothering on that. 
You know what I mean? That's what's missing in your life as a store. But let's do it like your way, like an Etsy. So yeah, it's like exactly. a digital store. You know what I, I mean? Have an Etsy shop. So it's like it's still kage. Like you still have a kage like excuse. But so for your kid, because like, yo, I, I it was I, I couldn't sign you up by April. I was fucking my mind that everything is about the kage. And for you, you know what? This is word. the kage is for you. Uh, you think you I want to knit? Do you think I you think I want to knit these pot holders? I'm knitting them for you. <laughs> for you. For yeah. us. Look at these hands. <laughs> Gnarled hands. <laughs> it's just that, that sort of reality is. So I, I fucked up and I couldn't. I didn't sign him up in time. I could only get him in for the second yeah. session. So like I've been scrambling. How did he react? Was is he upset or no? Because he's I, he he's my this? he's my he's my son. So he was kind of like oh. He reminds me of stuff. He's just like, don't forget. Yeah. This is a thing you've forgotten before. I've, yeah. I've gone to school without permission slips. I didn't have a yearbook this year. Like, it's you know. It's got to be tough to be yes. your kid. I mean, yeah. just, I mean, to some, have someone with ADHD and like a bout of depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it's not easy. Um, but no. like, he's like. It can't be a walk in the park. No. So, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best. Uh, you're, doing, mission, you're doing great, but. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, whatever. He's got a fucking favorite ma- kind of mango. He's fine. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, is whatever. Is it green mango? No, it's a champagne mango. It's a Filipino uh, mango. This and then. Bitch- this bitch is eating champagne mangoes. Get the fuck out of here. And not only Go that, your but, own camp, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just that. He like specifically, it's a the dried version of that mango, which is like it's called the oh Amelie mango. God, do you know how much it takes to fucking dehydrate food? This, this is what this I mean. Kid is living at large. I, I remember the first time I had a mango. This bitch doesn't know of a time before mango. There's no before mango for right. him. It's life is only no after BM. mango. Yeah, there's only a.m. It's only a.m. Yeah, he's no awake. BM. He's awake, and uh, <laughs> I'm living in the BM uh, bowel movements, and like Same. I, <laughs> I'm praying for one. No, I'm good. I'm good. I, I, okay, I was gonna ask. Travel usually fucks me up, but yes, um, it's been okay. It's been okay. okay. That's good. Yeah, but I'm, I'm off alcohol. It. I think that's really helping. Anyway, back wait, to wait, your summer. Wait, so you're off alcohol just like since when? Um. I can't really remember, so I'll say beginning of this year. Wow! So you have just like yeah, I've cut it out. It was a Even conscious casually. choice. Yeah, because I wasn't drinking too much anyway. But I started. Re- I realized that like I would be in situations where s- people would be drinking, mm-hmm. just like we're meeting at a bar or like um, after work, we're going out somewhere and where else do you go? But a bar, you know, it's just the culture. Yeah. So I'd be like, all right, I'll have a mezcal something because I like mezcal or smoky, whatever. And I would just be drinking just to like fit in. Sure. (laughs) And, and I was like turning 40 and I realized like, Oh, like, why am I still doing this thing? to fit in when I don't do really anything else or like not much else to fit in really. Right. You know, I've really kind of like grown out of that, that thing of like trying to fit in and doing it even if if I don't really want to do like I've done, I've cut most of that behavior out except for the drinking. I still like subconsciously accept drinks and order drinks even though like, 
I know I'm not going to feel good afterwards. My face always gets flushed, the Asian mm-hmm. flush. Like, I know it's going to happen, but, like, I eke through it. It's like how you, um, uh, you know, when your teeth were falling out or whatever. You remember <laughs> when you were having, like, teeth issues and you were like, yeah. it's fine, I'll suffer. You know, like, that's <laughs> that's how I treat alcohol. So, like, I, I, I was just like, why? What am I doing? Like, who's looking at me going, like, Oh, this bitch ain't drinking. And I realize it is a very much a Korean mm-hmm. thing. Like, yeah. like yeah. right? Like, knowing how to drink, mm-hmm. learning to drink. These are all like parts of growing up yeah. of life. Like they're, yeah, they're, 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 com- they're developmental markers, they're milestones. Markers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you had, there's a patriarchal culture around drinking in For Korean sure. society. Turning away from, D- turning, turning away, away when, and yeah. drinking, not yeah. making eye contact, yeah. servile, being co- servile, even though you're like three months apart. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like it's keeping each other in check. And there's a lot of hazing. Yes. Yes. Lot, that's also patriarchy. Like, so drinking itself has kind of like snuck into my life and my body and still clings onto that like those patriarchal bones of like why I still accept drinks because like I don't want to be a quote bitch ass or like sure not be one of one of us like why are you being different you know that kind of thing you know so like anyway it was was this intentional it was this intentional you came to this realization it was an intentional choice you made at the beginning of the year yeah to like stop casually drinking i i haven't talked about it at all no i mean i kind of mentioned that you mentioned about like not drinking yeah you you didn't you mentioned i just stopped and i just kept stopping you know like because i was like well it's easy to stop drinking if you're always at home which i am sure because we just don't have alcohol at home yeah so it does it's just doesn't it's not present so we don't drink right right but like how often do i go out i don't go out that much but like for vancouver i had to go out i was out i was out with cast and crew Mm -hmm. like we were seeing the city yeah so there were we were having nice dinners people were ordering cocktails like so i'm literally ordering soda and bitters yeah so and a great option by the way for anyone like kind of like exploring sort of sober curious it's a great option to order at a bar it's what i used to order when i was pregnant yeah and sober curious just happens to be i think in right now as in like a fad it is right because there's a lot of stuff coming out about alcohol being like very detrimental and blah blah for sure anyway so um it's really not even about like oh my god like um carcinogens or whatever it's not even about health for me it's Mm -hmm. more about like it's more about taking stock of like my behaviors of like why do i do what i do like and this is one of those things that i left unquestioned because it was so deeply ingrained yeah it's fundamental it's very fundamental like once you become an adult once you turn 21 yeah socialized to socializing like yeah. even like where do you even go to with other adults at night yeah i just don't even know like there's I mean, no other option it's either to, an like, alley yeah. Yeah, it's either it's either <laughs> or an alley it's or it's a bar or it's, yeah or, or a revival or whatever yeah. you know like yeah <laughs> you're going Prince. to church you know yeah. like that's what i did when i was in high school or whatever because mm-hmm. i didn't go out to drink so i congregated at church because that was where you hung out and then i was a barnes and noble gal yeah 
Oh, me too. I mm-hmm. loved sitting at a Barnes and Nobles, and I would always be in the sci-fi section because no one else came there. Um, and <laughs> I mean, again, literally, no also, one came I loved there. Sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. No one came. No one's come. No <laughs> yeah, one who's coming, reading sci-fi was coming. Coming yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Not with anybody. Um. <laughs> no, no, definitely alone a lot. <laughs> Your poor mothers, uh, <laughs> our poor mothers. <laughs> Those pages are sticky. But anyway, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so it's been a, th- I because and I also don't like go around being like me summer like it's not a thing that I identify with. For sure, it's not like I have no like nothing to say to you about it. It's sure. just something I'm doing. You know, yeah. it's like. I don't know, going to the gym. It's the same thing. Like, I'm not going around being like, <laughs> at the gym again. You know, like, I'm just going because I feel like I want to keep up a certain amount of health or whatever. You know, like, it's just something I'm, like, starting to realize that at now as an adult. You know, I was telling my youngest brother this, and I'll um, stop talking, but he he was asking me about, like, if I remembered... When I was in college, I came back home and read his journal and teased him about having a crush on a girl. And I was like, I have you read no his journal. You read his journal. Uh, apparently, me and my middle brother both read his journal. And I don't even know if it was journal. It was like a piece of paper or something. Sure. I don't think I would like go through his journal. I, that feels icky to me. But yeah. Who knows? I was an icky person, so maybe sure. I did do yeah. that. I'm not saying I didn't. I just don't remember. And he was like, yeah, when you did that, it was so traumatic for me. But, like, you guys were just, like, laughing it off like it was it was nothing. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't do not remember this. And let me tell you, I, I that's happened to me. Like, some my cousin teased me about uh, a girl I had a crush on in kindergarten mm-hmm. and that really struck like stuck with me too so like I just want to say like I understand and I'm sorry um, and on top of that I am sure my intent was that like oh my br- my little brother how cute is this mm-hmm. that he has a crush not like to embarrass you like that's not I, I just don't think that's I don't know maybe I would that would be my intent to embarrass him but like I don't know. That just feels mean. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, and I said this to him, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, don't stop trying to like walk it back, whatever. You know, like talk, you know, giving yeah. me some shit about it." And I'm like, I, "You're right. I'm. I shouldn't walk it back. This is your experience, and I do apologize." Um, uh, but but I will say that I have your as you grow up. He's 11 years younger than me, so he's mm-hmm. like a full like two generations almost, right? Sure. Maybe like a full generation. It's a generation, yeah. And um, culturally. And, and I was like, listen, you're going to realize that like as you get older, you're going to start hearing the things that mom and dad used to tell us that used to fucking annoy the shit out of us. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, why am I like understanding them all of a yes. sudden? Like you're yes. just going to start. That's becoming old. And I'm realizing that now. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, you know, in high school, I hated that my mom made me, told me to make the bed before leaving for school. And I would argue with her and scream and kick and, you know, just be upset about the fact that I had to make my bed. You know, the classic thing of like, I'm just going to get back in it. You know, that thing. Yeah. So 
And now I'm realizing that, like, I just wanted to rebel because and I didn't understand why it meant anything to make your bed. But now I never leave my bed without making it. Because I may, it makes it, me feel psychotic if I don't. Crazy. Like I'm a crazy animal. Yes. You know, so like, but th- that didn't happen overnight. That took years and years. Like even when I was doing comedy in Chicago with you, I was leap. you know, like I didn't even have a bed. I was in my hammock era, you know, so like, <laughs> I, hammock era. I'm sorry. there's never a time you're going to say that. I don't laugh. <laughs> it's so pathetic. <laughs> Just to know that there is an era in your life that you have to deem hammock. Like, a full 365 that I was in a hammock instead of a bed. A full a freestanding years. one. Yeah. Anyway, so I was telling him, like, that's something that I would have never come to that this conclusion. It, even if my mom yelled it in my ears for 100 days straight, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I just would not have understood it until I understood it. Yes. And, and those are just things you're going to, like... You're not going to get that until you get old, you know? I mean, but anyway, that, at all. Yeah. 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 I mean, so, so hopefully, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. Go, go, go. Uh, no, I was just going to say, hopefully your kid um, really realizes how much you're doing for him. Okay. So we were just watching <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles today. Uh-huh. Now, I don't know if you remember this movie. I didn't recall. I just remember the phenomenon. Wait, the original? The, the original, one? yes. Uh-huh. Teenage Mutant uh-huh. Ninja Turtle movie, 1990. Course, yeah. 1990. Classic. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I didn't, rec- I, I just remember the phenomenon around it. I, I honestly don't think I remembered the movie itself explicitly. And uh-huh. this is what's different, right? Because you're right. My son, the shit that comes out of my mouth, the experiences, how often in my mind I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why am I feeling empathy for my parents right now? Why is this experience? Uh-huh. Why is this happening? I did not ask for this. I don't they don't need my mm-hmm. empathy. I actually need to create uh-huh. more empathy for myself. Um, but like, <laughs> you know, who's but, empathizing for me? Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking annoying um, but like <laughs> so that happens all the time I, I grant you that and it's 100% accurate but let me tell you what's a little different and this is this is growth and this is the monies and uh, what health insurance can do for a life um, we're watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, the Foot Clan that Shredder is uh, like creating the army of children he's creating they're all like hoodlums and vagabonds and orphans yes and runaways and they're no good Mm -hmm. kids and they're they're responsible for this crime spree across Mm -hmm. unspecified city and there's this shot of like kids like running away and then getting to this like the lair of shredder and the foot clan and it's all kids who just get to do whatever they want Right, you're getting to uh-huh. like smoke cigarettes and play like uh, skateboard. Sk- yeah, and, go on a skateboard and yeah. blah blah. And like, and um, we're watching it, and I can see my son's eyes sort of lighting up, and like, kind of oh. seeing this like beautiful world where kids just get to do whatever they want. And I pause it, and I say, like, you know, you just have to, I want you to see this and understand like what the cost is for ch- a person to be doing whatever they want as a child. Right? No. The, Let this kid enjoy a no. damn movie. Why are you doing no. this to him? No. <laughs> Why are you doing this to him? He can't even enjoy a damn movie. 
And I'm like, this is the cost. This is the cost. And it's no. like, and do you think any of the, and you think that this, this shredder loves these kids? Cause this is the lesson at the end of the movie. And it's like, he's like, no. And then this, my son very calmly looks at me and goes, well, it could be said the skateboarders are doing some exercise. <laughs> Begrudgingly, I'm like, I guess. Out of boy. I'm like, begrudgingly, I'm like, I guess that's true. But the circumstances in which they are being allowed to skateboard. Let's zoom out for a second. <laughs> let's, let's zoom out. And just recognize what the exercise is. You just getting of- like completely owned by your seven year old son. <laughs> like in an and argument. Like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to need a second to regroup and I'll be back. <laughs> In a with contest, a better point in a contest of wits and like yeah. he's really besting me um but like yeah but no, like truly. it was that is hilarious but it's like also we have the capacity like that moment with your brother where we also apologize and we also mm-hmm. i always explain why i'm being hard on him about something Crazy. i explained to him <laughs> no and i explained to him you have to fucking make your bed because this is a thing yeah. that's important to you important like if you want to show mm. us and the house respect like it's not just me screaming at him over and over again don't why don't yeah. you do this yeah. why won't you just mm-hmm. do this right now and the thing is the right. argument is essentially the same but it yeah. feels less um like deus ex machina yes like you know yeah, like the yeah, hand yeah. of god just like coming in and like providing you this like punitive measure and this like crazy ask with no context so even mm-hmm. if he were to look back on it there at least inside of that interaction he would recall me being like this is why like you hate it and we are yeah. still having the same argument that i had with our we had with our parents about it but at least i'm giving you reason i'm giving you backup facts and i'm not screaming at you over and over again yeah. like there's like actual consequences immediately and if you don't then there's this and i'm not going to argue with you i'm not going to yell at you about it that's fucking crazy like it's, I, I'm like yeah. I literally look at him. I was like, it's not my bed. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. I don't care. I this mean, is like, about you, bitch. it's about you. Like it's not my ha- bed. Has this been working? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Because, look at that. Okay. I mean, it's just Korean like, it, moms out there. Yeah. Take note. <laughs> because I mean, he's also seven. He's not like when he was three or four, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. But he's also yeah. seven now, so it's he's kind of like well, fine. And there's he real knows stakes. Things. He knows consequences. There you go. Yeah. So it's harder. Seven is when you start developing the um, the like brains uh, areas for uh, abstract thought. And he's and abstracting. Also- he's abstracting. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> he's like constantly asking me how much stuff costs, how we can get more money. Yeah. He like recently told uh, a friend well, of mine. He's he like, is, he is his mother's son. Yeah. So. <laughs> Capitalist to a T. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I wrote this. I scribbled this down when you're talking about your like um, kind of sober lifestyle. The thing I really uh-huh. enjoy about it, and like I think why I really strongly identify with it, because I literally was just having this conversation with my therapist about mm. kind of exploring, maybe not being as invested in drinking or like detaching myself from mm-hmm. that behavior. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. so much in our current culture requires you to have an identity. Like it's like Mm. once you are this and you're actually a a sober person or if you are Mm. working out now, you're like a gym person. Like that is your Uh brand and it is your identity. And it's so tightly close, uh, closely tied to like behaviors versus extricating it. Because what you were talking about is like you were questioning whether or not this behavior had anything had anything to do with who you really are. You're Mm. not being defined by the behavior. (laughs) 
Like you exactly. are extricating yeah. the two things. And that I really yeah. do identify with. Like, because I, mm. I, I think there's a part of me that is um, reluctant to like be a sober person because I don't want to be a sober mm. person. Um, I don't like, I, I don't, don't even like, know what that means. Like, what does that know, mean? It's like, like someone that kind of like makes this like, like a vegan. Yeah. Like it makes it their yeah. identity. It's, it's like, the new vegan. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I get that. Sober is yeah, definitely the new vegan. Um, it's the new vegan. It's yeah. the new vegan. It's the reason why I don't even like it's to like talk about how I. Yeah. It, it's, it's the same reason why I don't even like to talk about exercise. How like if I when I do start. That's exercising. exactly what I mean. Like yeah. I'm not talking about like. I don't want you to engage with me in that kind of level where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we're the same type of person, right? It's like, no, no, no. no I just do these things. I, d- like, I do these things. I do these things. This is part of my day. Like it's it's not like my whole thing. My identity um, is actually way more heinous and like um, you won't like it. It has nothing to do with this. You know, yeah. I've got crazy opinions about anything. Ask me a question. Trust. Trust. Listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we get dragged like, into reviews. But By the way, leave us a review. A five star would be great. It really helps with the algo. We're, t- we're talking about a half hour in. Um, but I got the other thing I realized about not drinking is that when I was out doing shows, mm-hmm. that was the biggest thing. I think for me is that's what where it's going to be hard for that, me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I would be out and I would just, they would either pay me in drinks mm-hmm. as you know, Two. or have drink tickets or mm-hmm. blah, 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 whatever. So, you know, when you have drink tickets, you're like, what the fuck am I, am I not going to use these? Am it's I free. stupid? Yeah. Yeah. It's free. Um, so I started not using them and I realized that I, my shows were getting better. Mm-hmm. My sets were getting better because I wasn't drinking on stage. Yeah, I, I don't drink on stage. I, I really, I, I like. Oh, I was drinking yeah. on stage. I would. Dr- I, was I take a pre. drink. No, I never drink pre. I would drink. I was drinking pre yeah. and then on stage and off stage. That's what I, I mean. I'm like, yeah. why am I doing all that? You I mean, know, I, like, I, I, I've what? started to drink. I've started to drink or take a drink on stage with me. Yeah. But I'll sip it during my set. But then I don't really. But it's for me the ritual of drinking after the set. To either come down or celebrate, you know, yeah, either celebrate yeah, yeah. or or commiserate whatever the set is. Yeah, and like the drink yeah. is so central to it. And yeah, once you extricate the behavior, you need from, something. Yeah, you need something. Yes, yeah. I, I do a diet coke before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm still smoking weed. Not, I don't smoke weed before my set though. Sure, sure. Yeah, I do it after my set as like a come down, and like a ended a day relaxed type of mm-hmm. thing. So it is kind of like my beer. You yes, know? yes. But like I enjoy that. Like beer I don't enjoy or like alcohol. And so, it, it, you know, it was just a thing of like, what do I enjoy? What do I not enjoy? And why am I putting it in my mouth? Same thing is happening with um, beef. You know, it's a similar thing where I'm like. Ha- what do you mean? Having beef? Or like meat? eating beef. Oh, oh okay. Like Eat- the actual cow yeah <laughs> having beef <laughs> i was like i can't believe that <laughs> of keeping fights <laughs> you're like um your favorite pastime yeah i'm like that's awesome i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no like eating beef uh just eating just everything i'm doing a, like a thing of everything i'm doing like what am i eating what am i smoking what am i drinking what am i putting in my body Stuff like that Like I'm just like Taking a whole 
survey, if you will. You're you you stopped eating red meat. I'm questioning it. I'm wondering. What are you wondering? Do I need it? Is it making me feel good? Are my shits good afterwards? These are things I ask. It's the same thing with alcohol. Like every time I drank alcohol, my shits were runny and nasty and, you know, and then of course the drinking, it's not just Mm -hmm. drinking, you drink and then you eat. Eat, yeah. Right? And then usually something like I'm going to K-Town eating something spicy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a multiple, it's like layers of things that's happening because of that one decision. So it's like, what am I doing? Also this red meat thing, like, what? Why am I feeling shitty after I eat like beef? And it's good beef. Why am I feeling shitty? You know. So like, I'm trying to figure out like what's making me feel shitty, what's not, and trying to question like, why am I eating this? Am I eating this because I am trained to eat it, or is it because I really want it in my mouth? What are you coming to? I I love it in my mouth. I I love it. It tastes delicious. Yeah. But like, when do I need it? Do I need it every day? Do I need it only when I'm craving it? Am I buying it because I feel like I'm going to need it later? You know, it's stuff like that. You know, like I just go shopping the way I shop because I'm like, well, we're going to need meat. You know, like so. How often are you having red meat in a week? Or were you? Does pork count? No, but pork is still meat. Pork, beef, chicken. Yeah. I'm eating throughout the week. But I mean red meat specifically. This is what you're targeting, right? Beef. 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 How often are you eating that? Maybe twice a week. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like, why am I eating this if it's only twice a week and I always shit weird? You You always shit weird after you have red meat. It's not a good shit. It's not a great shit. And I never shit bad on chicken. What about pork? Or fish. Fish. I shit great on fish. Well, fi- everybody you know? shits great on fish. What are you talking about? Of course. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. I like to, I, I'm trying to shit good. That's the point. I'm trying to have good shits. You're trying to, That's you're like, trying to only have good shits. You don't ever want to have bad shits. I'm trying to have shits. great shit. I don't, I'm, not, I'm sick of bad shits. I really am. It's really taking me out. I don't like it. And this like comedian lifestyle was really a bad shit situation. A lot of alcohol, yes. late nights, yes. eating greasy. Yes. You know, like it just became a, a like it was a mole from a molehill to a mountain type of situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where like, oh, man, like I really like banged up my body that way because like it, it was a pattern that I just never like questioned. I was like. I'm out at a comedy club. I drink. Yeah. And then I get more drinks afterwards because mm-hmm. I'm on an adrenaline high. Yeah. And then now I'm sufficiently um, tipsy and now I have munchies. Yeah, you so gotta, I gotta get, gotta tacos. get noodles yeah. or some kind of cheese yeah, or yeah. taco or like something salty in my body because it's craving that, you know? And so, and then the cycle continues, cycle continues. Anyway. This is not me on a pedestal. I'm just saying this is what I am experiencing and Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to figure out. Like, if this, then that. You know, like, if I'm questioning, if I'm putting, you know, alcohol in my body, am I also questioning, am I putting 
beef and cheese. And I know cheese is bad for me, but like I eat through it. It's yeah. like one of those things yes. where it's like, how can I not have cheese, a Parmesan, freshly, you know, shaved on this al dente orichiette? Like I have to eat it. I have it's, to. It's actually disrespectful. It's disrespectful. It's like someone the- ordering kimchi chicken and be like, ah, I can't eat the kimchi. Like, can you take the kimchi out? Like, what? no. That's You're the, doing the thing. The jjigae is made of kimchi. I know. I know. So I'm at the final. I'm at my like final boss with food right now because food is like the thing that I cannot like circumvent because Can- it's so important to me. Let me ask. <laughs> well, this, you know. Even and I get so much satisfaction out of it. Like I, yes, that's sometimes I feel like I feel like I could like almost orgasm through food. That's how much it like because it's true joy. It's unbridled joy. Joy and okay. Uh, I I understand that like any any people that's those things. It's like. I understand. Heroin, yes, like heroin yes. highs are like great, but like, do we really need? It's just that kind but of. But it's thing. not. It's, like, it's uh, not. It can't be compared to drugs or other sort of addictions that way because you do still need to eat. You do still. When, well, no, no, no. When it's bad, when you know it's bad, like cheese. So like, you know it's a bad result. But, so, but still, are you, you're still doing it. But there's still like a moment where you can. This is my question, though. Then to you, right? When we talk about food and you're talking about is it worth it, like when you think about the net joy ROI, uh-huh. the net uh-huh. ROI on that interaction, in, in, and I'm talking from top, from tip to taint. So when the mm-hmm. when it gets into your fucking mouth. Into it to and out, then when it stretch out, out as water. So the uh-huh. net uh-huh. Gain experience. experience is that a positive? Is it or a not? positive or negative? And and in your that's why that's what's teetering right now. It was always positive until just recently. The taint. The is- body changes. The body changes. That's what happens. Your body is actively decaying. It can't fight certain things anymore. I mean, I agree with you. Like for me, <laughs> I, I agree with you because I am someone that is very much. I cut out a lot of like gluten and dairy and like all these things that like for me inflammation. And I had like my inflammation is my thing. I'm walking around bloated, bitch. Yes. Like I'm not feeling good. Like I could tell you right now if I have like a, um, you know, like a, a cheesy dip in the course of me having three or four scoopfuls. Queso. Bitch, queso will ruin my entire I, month. My 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 rings can't come off. Like even inside of three inside of three scoops, as I'm having the scoops, I I haven't oh, even shit it out the yet. The sodium, the sodium alone. immediately gets me. The dairy gets oh, me. Yeah. The gluten gets me, and I know that. The mm-hmm. but for me, there are some experiences where the net, in mm-hmm. spite of how badly I will feel for about a day or two afterwards, mm-hmm. it's still worth it for me. I can't. You know what has just you. crossed the threshold, threshold yeah. for me? What? And this is only while I live in California. This does not apply if I'm in New York. Um, pizza. I know. I know. And I've tried the vegan pizzas. It's disgusting. That's even more disgusting. I, I won't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I won't do it. So I'm just doing cold turkey. I had a pizza today at. I went to a WNBA game. Cool. The LA Ally? Sparks game. Okay. Happy Pride. Very cool. Yeah. Happy Pride. Um, it was exhilarating. Yeah. Women playing basketball, I'll watch any day over any man playing anything. They're so they're they're it's giving. Just, there's, there's so much passing. This is an exciting game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they help each other up yes. when they like accidentally bump into each other. Mm-hmm. It's just 
beautiful. So you see, um, you can see what society could be. It's sport. Yes, it's yeah. sport. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I go. There's a Blaze Pizza there at the stadium because like there's not much else. Of it's course, like hot dogs and the, chicken the gap of pizza. Okay. Right. So I'm like, okay. Well, I guess Blaze Pizza. Mm-hmm. It. When I tell you, I missed most of the game. Cause that cheese on a blaze pizza shot through me. From halftime on, I was blowing. Two quarters. Two quarters of a professional like basketball game. Women playing basketball. basketball professionally. And this man is missing most of it because his hole's on fire. That's not an ally. That's not an ally. It, shit was ablaze. Yeah. Let me tell you. Okay, so. Um, and that experience alone, I was like, what am I doing? This pizza's not even good. Yeah. And I'm just shoving it into my mouth because it's there. And then here I am, blowing chunks. Here I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's moments like that in a 41-year-old's life where you take stock and you go, hmm, what am I doing this for? So yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a that's a negative. Yeah. You're operating at a loss. Your business I'm is lo- net, you're you're I'm losing business. Loss. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the red. Yeah, you're in the red. And I'm not talking about the blood. No, okay? no. And sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you're operating at a net loss in terms of joy, especially around food, yeah. then that's that part, yeah, that part. Because yeah, that's a fact. Because exactly. joy is like that's food fun. is so t- closely tied to f- joy. I know. Um, that I don't want it ruined. Yeah, I don't I do want get it that. ever like. Sorry for the pun, but I don't want it ever tainted. You know. <laughs> I apologize in advance. I apologize in advance. And it still didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't cover it. It didn't cover it. It's like farting in someone's face and then saying sorry. Like it's still you still farted in my face. Like. Thanks for apologizing. Like, <laughs> but uh, can we process what you just did? <laughs> I mean, I, that, let's yes. read the crime out loud. <laughs> What's the indictment? I mean, I do, um, I, I, I do get that. I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting that you are. I did see yeah. how I did. I did see how upset your eyes got when I said um, pizza. I was giving up pizza in California. In California, it's a huge addendum because no one ever does pizza right here anyway. So what's the point? That's the type of thing. Like that's when it's net negative, where it's like I'm going to I'm going to eat blaze pizza and blow chunks. Like that's not worth it. Mm-hmm. But like if it's a delicious fucking New York slice off the street, two ninety nine yes. with a coke and a, then yeah, I'm gonna fucking blow chunks. But it's gonna be delicious going down the throat. Ugh. So like you know, that's the kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like you know when people say, oh, all pizza is great pizza. Eh. Wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just wrong. Not for me. If you're lactose intolerant, not all pizza is created equal there's some people mm-hmm. pizza that is just worth being an excruciating anal pain for but that wasn't it yes and i know the places i i as someone who is mm-hmm. lactose intolerant as someone who's like gone on this 
anti-inflammatory sort of journey. And you're a you're a fucking international pizza judge. I am an internationally. I know. I am an international. That's pizza why judge. saying that to you was very difficult for me. I mean, <laughs> what's crazy is that they kept asking me like if I have any intolerances, and I am so desperate for a job where I was like, no, I'm fine. You said no. I said no. Of course, I would say no too. Are you kidding me? I was excited every day. I'd be like. I'll deal with the pain later. Deal, I'll deal with and the I, and collapse. I and I did. Yeah. And I did. Uh, <laughs> like halfway. Okay, how, okay. Did you eat lactate on the show? By the way, guys, if you don't know this, she's a judge on Best in Dough on Hulu, so you have to go check it out. Do you, was there any, did you take any lactate on the show? No, I took it raw. I took, I experienced the entire thing no. raw. Um, I used no protection. Um, and damn, you dirty, dirty bareback that pizza. I did, I did. I barebacked, raw dog. Um, and let me tell you, when I went home, when I say I went home and I would just like be alone and like, and you you mean home that you you mean the the, uh, the, hotel in Burbank they put you up in? The the hotel they put me up in in Burbank. (laughs) The suite, we're basically lovely. a public space yeah. where you go back to you. You went back to a place where someone else was about to check into. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, and, and I was. What's crazy is because I had given myself permission to really like get like let loose on the show because I hadn't been having dairy. I was gluten free. Yeah. Like I was really being very good because I felt great, mm-hmm. right? Because during that time when I was really working at it, I mean, Peter, when you start mm-hmm. doing this and you start taking it away, it, you do feel like high because mm-hmm. your body feels so good. You're shitting so well. You're like, and it creates That's an incentive. It creates an incentive for you to keep doing that. it because you're like, I feel great. So I had given myself yeah. permission to just like let go and let God on the show. And I mean, you know that like they repeatedly asked me to stop eating all of the pizza. Yeah, like, that was a common thing. They were like, could you, we need to go back and retape that. So for continuity's sakes, please stop eating. But everyone else, because they're like, they're, we're eating like three or four pizzas every single, like not even. Um, round? Yeah, round. Like, because they did one yeah. like express round and then one like big round. So it's like. Actual round. Yes. actual. Yeah. So it's like six actual pizzas. Yeah. Slices and I was eating all of them and the other judges clearly were just having bites and like tasting it a little bit. Yeah. I was just eating the full fucking slice. And <laughs> truly like You went back to the hotel. And I would just explode. I would literally explode. And also over the course of the many oh days, God. like I felt worse. Are you okay, when you're exploding, are you like are you feeling at all like maybe this isn't worth it? No. <laughs> You're like I could do this for months. I could do this for months. I wish they were using me. Away. I wish they were using me for more episodes. <laughs> you hear that, Hulu? This is how dedicated she is to her work. Okay, she is willing to put her body through immense, absolute torture. Like, like where it's embarrassing, where like it wasn't okay. Because I would also they go have, up. Be- they have to burn that room afterwards. Oh, I mean, there's no way you shot for an entire week. 
two like it was like a week and a half and like at the end i mean i oh don't think god. i ever had the lady come oh in oh my god i never had that because i was too embarrassed i was like you're not yeah you had to put that thing on the door yeah, like no, Do no, 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 don't come in because yeah. i i like i had to start yeah i mean it was really gross and and the, what's crazy is like because you started doing that and i kind of was going off the rails with food in that way like i, I was living I was in a city that is known for tacos, fully ordered Taco mm-hmm. Bell two times, two or three times. Yeah. Yeah. Why? You're not, you're not trying, you're not here for the real thing. No. <laughs> I'm, here for, I'm here to feel bad. I'm here to actually ruin my body yeah. and life. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and like, and that's the thing is before you actually know that about your body and create that like. Um, equation in your mind where you know that and aware, mm-hmm. like you kind of have the illusion of um, ignorance, right? It's a veil of ignorance. Yeah. Like you're kind of like, oh my God, what's happening? Like I don't understand my mm-hmm. stomach. But once you clearly identify this and once you, you fucking know and you still make that uh-huh. choice, it's hard. That's chaos. It's hard to justify that. That's chaos. That's chaos. Yeah. And you have to look at yourself in the mirror. No, ma'am. So it creates not, not like this pride. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. So it like yeah. it, it does create like a different sort of um, relationship you ha- like with the food and with yourself regarding those foods, those choices. Yeah. So uh, exactly. I mean, it was so, yeah. Sort it's of hard not dark. to drink at shows and stuff, but it's been uh, I- I've been like it's been good, especially like okay. Let me wrap this up with like the Korean stuff because I do think it is deeply. Um, embedded in me as like a young uh, as a very young Korean person I knew that I had to drink like that was my way of getting along with another Korean human Mm -hmm. like I just didn't know any other way besides like singing at the top of my our lungs in a tiny room but also shaking shaking a tambourine that lit up yes correct so I it's something that I like it would be hard for me to go to Korea even, right? Because like Korea is so driven by that, the nightlife, the club, you mm-hmm. know, all of that, the booking, this and that, like everything, not that I would go to a booking club, but like that kind of like <laughs> culture is run by the, the industry, mm-hmm. the bar industry, drinking industry, food industry. And you know how much I've been wanting to go to Korea. Yes. So um, I got to tell you, I-, I texted you about this already, but I, when I did Dumbfounded show, Dumbfounded is a comedy rap, not a comedy rap, battle rapper, but he's a comedian as well. He's very funny. He hosts a show called Cry Later in K-Town mm-hmm. at this. It's usually at this place, I guess, called Fountain, where it's a club. It's like a K-Town L.A. club. Oh, with like, like Asian baby girls like teetering around in tube tops. Bingo. Okay. That's like the what it's no what it's usually. Uh-huh. But for these once a month, he there's all these folding chairs set up, and it's turned into a stand-up show. And it's when the Asian baby and, girls wear a collared shirt over their tube top. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, tone down the eyeliner. <laughs> they say they take off one of the, one layer of lashes. Okay, cool. Okay, I yes, understand. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, they're sitting. Anyway. Yeah. But <gasps> oh, I gotta bye. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Asian that's the show. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. he has a big Asian following. Uh, but it was a pretty mixed crowd. Mm-hmm. When I tell you there were there was this one drunk Asian girl screaming at the top of her lungs. And she was screaming because one comic said, oh, yeah, you know, like I grew up in OC. And she started screaming, I'm from OC. Uh, 
I'm from OC. And then her friend's like, oh my God, like so embarrassed. Oh and she's my like, God. shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut up, shut up. And she's like, no, stop. Like, she's so drunk. Like, and in that, like, Korean American nasal accent from like, OC. Yeah, yeah. I'm from OC. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh my gosh. Shut oh the my fuck God. Up. I just got. Uh, and it's just like, oh, you know, like. Hannah, shut up. It, Hannah. <laughs> shut Esther, up. Shut the fuck up. I can't take you anywhere. Sora. So annoying. Okay. Sora. <laughs> So, but like, I, I I haven't been to a, a comedy show where like the heckling is a Korean girl. Right. So I'm like, oh my God. And then there were all these like other Asians in the front row, like talking back to the comics and being like real drunk. Like it was a lit ass show, but yeah. like you and I have been talking about, like people are really becoming vocal in the crowds. Please stop doing that. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> It was such a cool experience because I was doing a couple of like new jokes about being sober or yeah. like being alcohol free. And I was like, well, hey guys, well, I, I quit drinking. And there was a huge round of applause from these Koreans uh, at that even premise. Yeah. And I was like, I felt really like safe and like, oh, oh, because it's so cool. That's no, so cool that like. They all know that, it's like, a problem. They all know it's a problem. <laughs> No one's out there being like, we have a healthy relationship with alcohol. No Koreans like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was expecting like some people to be like, yeah, boo, pussy. You no, know, something. No. They're all like, but they were all very nice you. and be like, yeah, good for you. You figured it out. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Stop talking about it because I feel bad. Um, no, it was great. And it was such a super cool experience. And I did jokes in Konglish. Mm-hmm. So like first time I think ever where I was just talking about like how like drinking made me into like the worst type of Korean, mm-hmm. you know, and I would like um, I'm like out of nowhere. If I drink too much, I'll just be like, bah, you know, and I'll yeah, start, yeah. <laughs> hey, instead of saying like I see be like, I don't come on. And like. Eight people laugh because like no one, even like Korean Americans don't even know Korean. So like, it was just kind of like a silent moment. But yeah. there was a guy who came up to me afterwards, uh-huh. after the show, and was like, "Hey, you're really funny. I'm a comedy manager in Korea. Uh-huh. Would you ever be interested in performing in Korea?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah. that's I've been dreaming about yes, this. Yes, like I would love to do this. And like, how cool would it be if we were if we had two Kims go yes, to Korea?" Yes. <laughs> So um, I followed him on Instagram. So we'll see what happens. But uh, it, just the fact that he was like, "You doing uh, jokes in Konglish? Like mm-hmm. this would be this would kill in Korea." And apparently, you know, like, we've been hearing yes. about the comedy scene in Korea mm-hmm. and Danny Cho and all that. Yeah, and and how like it's really starting to become a scene now. Yeah, and I mean. I'm just like really. I mean, Peter, and your Korean is your and your Korean is very. It's good enough to do that. I mean, you've done other conversation enough conversation, and and you also like your um, the level of like pun and like language jokes you can do. Yeah, like it very much will kill with like expat community and people that are interested in comedy in Korea. 
right? Because it's yeah, not. Yeah, because there's a little bit of like the salong yeah. about the comedy. Yes. Like the salong means kind of like corny yes. or like whatever. Like Broad, there's that kind of. Yeah. Yes, that I, I would bring to it because I'm bringing such a like obtuse language mm-hmm. thing to it that it is all just turn of phrases or puns. But it's, they would but, love it. Um, they would love it yeah. because they're like, oh, how clever mm-hmm. that you're doing that or something. So anyway, I would love to do a show in Korea. If you're in Korea and you're watching this, invite us to do a show. We would love to do a show in Korea. I mean, the, um, it's really I don't incredible. know how to make it happen, but uh, I, mean, I yeah. guess this is the first step. This is the first step. We're asking you. Please. <laughs> I meant meeting that comedy uh, manager yeah. for free. <laughs> please. Like, please. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all our show for today. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with us. Um, check out the Patreon. Oh, go to citywinery.com oh, yes. and look for tickets if you're in Pittsburgh, Philly, or Boston. August 2nd, 3rd, and 5th, we are on the road. Come see us. And, come, so and, and you'll you. be, and if you come, you'll be experiencing an entirely new kind of show. Not only are Peter and I going to be yes. doing stand-up comedy and we'll have people doing stand-up comedy, but there will be a show and two Kims will be doing a version of the podcast at this show. So yeah. come on. Yeah. Check it out. It's going to be awesome. Check it out. All right. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.